Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley of Matt Riley Fly Fishing. How's it going, Matt? Pretty good, Marvin. How are you? Just trying to stay out of trouble, been able to get out and fish a little bit, which has been pretty good. Yeah. Well, we were we were talking before we started recording, and I guess, you know, it's summertime, right? And it's all about terrestrials, and that means cicadas for smallmouth and all sorts of other stuff for trout. What are you seeing in your neck of the woods? Yeah, um, we've been seeing, you know, a decent number of cicadas over the next couple, you know, they, they're out all summer, but over the next couple of weeks, so become more and more important um, as they start dropping out of trees and becoming more present on the water and, and easy pickings for for big fish. Um, this time of year, too, I mean, we it, it's nice we were talking, too, you know, I think the, the hottest weather, at least in the highlands down here, is behind us. Um, and we've had, you know, days in the, up on, up on the mountains, you know, in the, in the sixties and seventies and overnight, you know, in the next couple of weeks, we'll start getting down pretty low in temperature. And that I think is part of why the, uh, sort of peak of the topwater smallmouth fishing happens in, uh, like say mid August to mid September, because, you know, the fish kind of they start sensing that drop in temperature, you know, that average drop in temperature. And, you know, they, they got to start packing on some food and, and, uh, you know, they, they start going at it. So this, uh, next, you know, month, a month and a half will be, you know, prime time for sure. Um, and then, you know, we did do a bit, a bit, a bit of uh, trout fishing through the summer, um, with terrestrials, like you said, being pretty, uh, pretty important and it's it's a fun sort of change of pace too because it's some dry fly fishing that it's uh you know when when trout eat terrestrial insects they're not really um keyed in it it seems like most of the time they're not necessarily keyed in on any particular insect they're feeding opportunistically so you get some more um you know, sort of aggressive takes and you can get some big fish to come up, you know, particularly if you have, um, areas with grasshoppers around and some bigger bugs like that. So, so that's something we've been doing, um, all summer, but it'll, it'll persist for really the next probably month, month and a half or so. And is that the same thing for the trout that it is for the smallmouth? They really are starting to feel the days getting shorter and a little bit cooler and they know that they can't uh, pass up an easy meal. You know, I would like to say that that's true, but, you know, at the same time, fish just don't like passing up easy food to begin with. And, you know, when something when a terrestrial insect hits the water, uh, most of the time they, they can't just hop up and get out. You know, they're stuck in the surface film and most of them aren't very good swimmers. So fish know that, you know, they're easy pickings at that point. And that's, you know, I drill it into my smallmouth clients all the time. That's one of the reasons why smallmouth take a long time to come up to a bug sometimes is because they know it's there and they know they can get it and they're not going to waste any calories going after it. But in a trout stream where the water's generally moving a little faster and, and, you know, fish are sitting in lies watching food passing by when that bug splats on the water, you know, they're, they're going to go up and grab it pretty quick. Usually. Got it. Any favorite patterns you want to share with us? Um, nothing in particular. Um, I just, important things to me are, uh, flies that you can see and flies that float, you know, it's kind of an optimization thing. You don't want to, 
you don't want to be fishing a fly that you can't see, and then eventually the fly sinks and you can't see it, so you don't know it's sunk, and you know you you want that fly to be on top um, for the most part. I mean, sinking certain flies like ants and and even grasshoppers and crickets that works too, but uh, you don't have a as good a shot at seeing the take and that sort of thing. So you know, deer hair flies and foam flies, and then flies with you know tip tail or bucktail ciders on them or foam ciders, you know, either way, those, uh, those are definitely my favorite, but, uh, ants, crickets, inchworms, grasshoppers, you know, all of those things are, are on the menu. Got it. Well, that's really helpful. And folks, if you have a question for Matt, if you'll send it to us on the Articulate Fly Facebook page, if we read it, um, I'll hook you up with some Articulate Fly swag. And then at the end of the season, we're going to have a drawing, and if you win, you will uh, get some discount coupons for Riley uh, rods and also some Matt Riley original flies. Well, Matt, it's not a fishing report with you if we don't talk about your most recent or upcoming article in the rural Virginia, and what have you been working on? Yeah, so uh, this week, the one that's coming out is just sort of a, uh, sort of just like a little uh, essay I, I threw together last week um, talking about basically all the things that are going to happen in the next like two months fall is one of my favorite times and uh like i was saying this uh this time of year we start to get a little cooler and cool overnight it kind of makes you think you know fall and and winter right around the corner but so much happens in fall um that you know so many sporting opportunities outdoor opportunities um to be taken advantage of and there's just not that much time so i mean uh, the next once once September rolls around, it's going to be squirrel season again. It's going to be you know deer season in another month, and we're going to have you know I've uh, got some sort of hidden mountain apple stands I go after in the fall, and got brook trout fishing and brown trout fishing in the fall and winter, and you know all that stuff's going to be happening pretty quickly. And you know two months from now, we're going to be musky fishing again. So things are still pretty steady in in summer patterns but it's you know it's going to be fall's going to be here before we know it and things are going to change quickly so i'm trying to trying to take some time to to chill and kind of do some different things in october this year but uh there's never enough time to do everything no i couldn't agree more and before i let you go why don't you uh let us know where we can find you so people can book you and fish with you yeah uh the website's mattreillyflyfishing.com and all my contact info is on there. Emails are great. Phone calls are great. Um, however you want to get in touch with it. Well, that's great. I really appreciate it, Matt. Everybody, you need to get out on the water and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Matt. Yeah, you too, Marvin. <laughs>